Do any of us actually know anything about cars? I don't know. Maybe we should just talk about cars tonight, in general. You're listening to the Bent Motorsports Podcast with the owner of Bent Motorsports, David Beckett, and his crew, Jacob Hunsinger, James Hernandez, and Jake Russo. Listen in as the guys discuss all things motorsports, including tech tips and current shop projects. Welcome to the Bent Motorsports Podcast. We're going to talk about cars and all things motorsports related. One thing that I've noticed... (laughs) It already says that during the intro. Well, then why did Jake tell me to do it again? I think because he's an asshat. What a dick. (laughs) You're a dick. That's what I try for. Is your middle uh, name Richard? Richard? Yeah. Richard. Oh, man. Speaking of Richard, Richard Hammond, you guys see the Grand Tour? It's not on anymore. That way they did their last show. What? It's done. Why? It sucked. Hey, maybe sit closer to the mic, Jake. Yeah, you Why? idiot. I mean, what is this, your first, first fucking time? podcast? Golly. Suck it up a little closer there. Mm-hmm. Turn like it's your boyfriend. You got Let's make it. this happen. Whoa. Newer. There you go. Oh, there you Sometimes go. Inside drool. Rare form tonight, James. Look out. Yeah. I know, apparently. So, James, I know that you've noticed this before as well. You notice how rich people... Treat their cars differently than normal people do. It is hilarious that you're saying this to me right now. Why did something happen today? Stop recording. Was that all that happened? <clears throat> yeah, pretty much. Was there more, though? I want yes. more. Sit up. Nope, that was it. I like it. I was just really pissed off about it. That yeah. would piss me off. I, I was just like, that's that. ridiculous. The precedent that that sets or the precedent that that has in somebody's mind that that's the way it is. Is like ridiculous, dude. It's funny though because I've never had a problem with Greg. Like, it's been very cool. We're like, recording again. <laughs> seriously, you're literally the fucking worst podcaster on the planet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, you gotta hey, everybody, welcome back to the Bent Motorsports Podcast. Let's uh, crank it up, guys. What are we going to talk about this week? We're talking about cars. Cars. I think we're just going to talk cars. about cars in general. I don't know if uh, we need to have anything super specific. Is there anything you guys have been dealing with lately? That you're learning something new about cars and maybe you had an epiphany or something gonna, like a like a penny dropped in your head about something. We're going to talk about blown head gaskets. Yeah, so I know that James has been learning a lot this last week about engines and engine repair. I have never broken into the top end below the heads or the bottom end above the oil pickup, basically, of a vehicle. And I've done both in the past month. And let me yeah, tell see? you, everybody... It's one and one half biatches. <laughs> well, especially with you're doing it in the car. You didn't pull the engine, right? No, no engine pulling because I'm doing it out of my backyard. I'm a I'm a shade tree mechanic. I'm bro. a shade tree mechanic. I'm not I'm not succumbing to this silly do it in the shop nonsense. You <laughs> bunch of posers. Well, this is how we all learned. Yeah, right. I was a shade tree mechanic for like the first 20 years of being a mechanic. So it's all good. That's how you get good at the shit. Well, let me tell you, my knuckles hurt. Good. And my back hurts. (laughs) And the way you work on a Chevy is by basically crawling into the engine bay and and straddling it like it owns you and just letting it. Hoping you grab the right size wrench. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't want to get down one more time. Exactly. Even though there's like 20,000 more times after that that you got to get down. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's hilarious. I did do something smart. I pulled the hood, by the way. Anybody? That's a good move. And then also uh, my friend John's 
stepfather, Sean, he has a sweet old Tahoe and he's working on it. And I noticed that he took the tires off and I was like, why do you take the tires off that thing? Cause it drops the front dude. Like yeah. it drops the front a whole, you know, foot. And you're like, yep. wow, that is ingenious. A lot lower. You get a lot less crime, crime went around. What do you, what do you, I've learned to how to talk today. Yeah. Just climbing now. around, climbing <laughs> around on those fenders and stuff. Good job, David. Yeah, I'm nice talk. There's a fine line though between like too low and too high. <laughs> you know, like yeah. if it's too low, then you're like really laying over the side of the thing. If it's too high, you're climbing all over it. You know, so yeah. there is a happy medium. I think that's true. Basically, this week I've been I'll allow it because I didn't I didn't know if I should redeck the heads. Sorry, resurface the heads. I was almost certain I wouldn't have to redeck the block. Because right. it's a, but it's all cast iron. I called my buddy. He said that the heads have already been surfaced last time he did this job, which makes me raise my eyebrows. I'm like, how long ago was that? Why did it blow? Two years maximum. So one of two things happened, right? One, they really didn't get resurfaced and the head gasket blew again, or he didn't install the heads right. I'm going to go with that one. And then that's what fucked it up. And on your situation, because you're just going to get this thing and turn it and burn it and sell it and move on to the to the other project, right? Don't make it sound so heartless. I'm trying to make sure whoever buys it gets a good truck. Yeah, but fuck them. They get what they get, right? Fire beware. <laughs> so, so you're gonna you're gonna do what you got. And 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 I've done it in the past too. When I had my Bronco back in the day, I mean, there's nothing wrong with on a budget. I mean, we've all done this too. I guarantee everybody out there has needed a brake job, has gone down to Craig and her Pet Boys and Pat bought slap. the twelve dollar ninety nine cent shitty pads. And just slap new pads on old rotors, okay? I'm literally about to do that tomorrow morning. Yeah, see, so, I mean, everybody does the, the, the budget workaround stuff. And in this situation, it's get a new head gasket, clean the surfaces real good. I really did. Go ahead and throw a straight edge on there just to make sure it's not completely out of whack, and right? I did. And then, and then bolt it all down and torque it down, and it'll probably run for a long time. That's what I think. So It'll definitely run better than it was, considering how it was absolutely blasted between right. cylinder one and three blasted out of the front of cylinder one and it blasted out of the top of cylinder one so right. basically when i pulled it there was a whole corner that was just just fell off and then i was looking at it, i was like this thing was basically running on four cylinders yeah so damn but i learned a lot about uh like basically roughness uh surface roughness ratings and what the tolerances are, like in bimetal engines, and what is that scale? RA. Yeah, what does that stand for? Uh, roughness. Agriculture. Acumen or something? <laughs> I have no idea. I just remember it's RA. It's it's measured. RA is a unit of roughness, which is pretty crazy. There's units for everything. Pretty rad. Which makes me want to think. I'm like, is there? God dang it! Is there like a metric unit of roughness and like <laughs> an imperial unit of roughness? Think about they have the so what is it? Mitoyoto or there's one of the companies that makes badass like micrometers and calipers and stuff like that. They have like digital gauges for roughness. Oh yeah, like it's cool. Really? I wonder what those They're go very for. Expensive. You know. That's got to be super expensive. For a little tiny right? I mean, a good pair of calipers is what three hundred bucks, something like that. Yeah. So that's the trick. If it, design some device that can measure some arbitrary number on something and sell the device for thousands of dollars yeah. because it's precision. Brilliant. Exactly. So how rough is this? As well, long this as everybody uses, tell you. as long as everyone uses the same one, you're getting well. That's like, the everyone's right? going to get the same res- like different results. You know, you got to get it's the industry. You got to make your tool the industry <laughs> standard. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to go. Patent it. 
But well, ba so to figure out if I needed to resurface these, I had to research a lot of stuff and cast iron heads and uh, especially heads older than um, basically anything that doesn't use an MLS gasket, which is, if I'm not uh, wrong, a multi-layered surface, multi-layered steel, right? Yeah. 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 Multi-layered steel. Um, the, the tolerances. Down with your bad self. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, the tolerances on those are a lot higher. So, um, higher, higher, right? Smaller is the word I'm looking for. Smaller higher tolerance, sm smaller small. gasket. Yeah. Um, so it just needs to be smoother. It needs to be like almost a mirror, right? Mirror, mirror deck, mirror surface. But you got yourself standard fill pro head gasket, so, right? But with an old cast iron block. And this is why, like, I don't know. I'm a big proponent of owning vehicles that are, you know, OBD2 and before. Um, you mean OBD1? OBD1. I know I like OBD too, but well, that's current. That's current. I guess then I have to put. So a you year want ninety seven and older, two thousand. I think two thousand is where I put my cutoff on yeah. lots of things. Yeah. I don't think anything worth it was yeah. made after two thousand, except for some Chevy engines, and but those still absolutely tear up their the lower intake gasket on uh, all. Uh, I guess what post GMT four hundred truck engines just eats itself alive. So the the funny thing too is like. I, I've heard you say that a thousand different times, and I think it depends on the situation because there's so many of those trucks that you see. I worked at a car wash, and there was a dude that came in, old ass. It was like, I'm, I'm saying old, but it was a 90s, you know, old body style Chevy. And I was talking to the dude, and I got in it to drive it around to the like back where they actually wash it. And I was like, dude, this thing's got like 400,000 miles on it. And that was like, this is like way back before I really got into cars. And I was like, dude, how do you have 400,000 miles on this? He goes, dude, I got a place in Montana. Like, I drive back and forth all the time. And, you know, I've gone through a couple transmissions. But, I mean, it's I just had the engine rebuilt after 400 or, like, a couple hundred thousand miles. And it was, Jesus, dude, that's insane, yeah. you know. But Well, it's the Dex Cool that they use. So, Dex yeah. Cool GM's uh, own antifreeze. It has to be either use Dex. You can't use both. You can't yeah. mix them. Never mix them. So what happens is Dexcool specifically, if I recall correctly, if any type of oxidization gets in the system, it starts to uh, deteriorate gaskets. Really? Yeah. So if you ever get a bubble in your system and then it travels all the way in there, like Dexcool is not good. And then especially Dexcool mixed with the green standard, it Even creates worse. a gummy weirdness. So that's not good either. So... If you always have ran, run, if you bought the truck and literally have only run Dex Cool since day one, you're like golden. You're totally yeah. fine. But it's just people aren't. I mean, I had my buddy borrow one of my old Chevys and he drove it for a little while and it said it was low on coolant. And he was like, oh, like I'll do him a favor and like buy some coolant and throw it in there. And he told Wrong. me and I was just like, oh, no. And so no. we immediately like that week had to do a flush and fill on the whole system. Um, but. You also have to you also have to run distilled water. So it doesn't yes. have any minerals. So if you're not buying sorts. the premix 50/50, you know, you have to run distilled otherwise you're going to get hard minerals in your engine. And then also if you, this is not a new thing. So I have a Spitfire, right? So old British cars, if you're running their uh, original components like uh, master cylinders, brake master cylinders, um, all the O-rings inside of those are made out of organic rubber. Like legit old school organic rubber and if you use anything other than like we use castrol gt lma 
uh, hydraulic fluid, <clears throat> and it was because it was safe on organic rubber. So yeah, if you put dot three brake fluid in or anything random, then it just melts the uh, O rings inside the master cylinders, and then no stoppy. Oh sweet, crashy. That's great. No stoppy. Would you recommend doing that right before a track day? Yes. Okay, cool. That way you're guaranteed no brakes. If you do it in the middle of the track day, you might make it through. It really kind of slows you down. If you, you know? touch your brakes less, you'll go faster. That's true. Tell me I'm wrong. How big of brakes do drag cars have? A parachute. That's it. I believe so. They might. I don't think they have brakes, do they? I don't know. I'm maybe not they have, Maybe they have like. Uh, I'm not a maybe guy. they have like. Sorry, I'm just trying to be Jake Russo and interrupt everybody. You're literally they clearly the have a break, right? Because I've they, ever they met. did not they interrupt a single thing just now. They, they clearly yeah. have a break, right? Of some because sort. they need to go up to the line and stop and drive it there, right? There's some sort of break. I wonder that could they... be a levered line lock thing that just gets to them there. Oh. I don't know, but I don't believe they have a conventional. I mean, maybe they do. I'm talking out of my ass. I have no we fucking clue. don't know clue. anything about drag cars. Wouldn't they have to because they rev it up? Like, Well, they got a line lock on the front, right, so that they can do a burnout and warm up their tires, right? So they have to yeah. have front when brakes. When you have 9,000 horsepower, do you even need brakes, right? Can you do a burnout without moving with no well, brakes? Technically. <laughs> it's the Twilight Zone theme. <laughs> Twilight. Welcome to the Twilight Clearly Zone. Clearly, we yeah. need to buff up on our drag racing shit. <laughs> we probably sound like such idiots to some people. Some drag racer out there is going, you guys are dumb. I'm like, oh, sorry. Our parachute's going to slow me down That's from 300 true, miles an hour. <laughs> I but have you know fallen on my head a lot. You know so. what's more dumb? What's more dumb? Spending $50,000 on an engine to run for, like, literally nine seconds. Grenading it, but have you seen how fastest? How fast they take those things apart? I I have not. No, yeah, it is unbelievable. Like literally, what would you say? Within five minutes, they could have that thing broken down. Sure, but that's like seven guys. Yeah, it is. But I mean, it's still kind of crazy. They can't do that with this engine. No, no, definitely not. I mean, they're definitely designed (laughs) to come out. You can't change the spark plugs in fucking two hours. Yeah, so talking of uh, uh, problems, right? So James is messing with these head gaskets. We've got this Defender in here with this new Gen 5 in it, uh, LT1, and we're trying to, you know, it comes from the manufacturer of the engine, just turnkey, ready to go. And so we get it, uh-huh. put it all in, and it doesn't do shit, man. It cranks. <laughs> it cranks over and won't fire. So, I don't know, I'm a little bit bummed about that. We spent a lot of time double-checking, triple-checking uh, for problems, and there's no problems on our end. So, now we have to wait. we got to ship it up to the, the manufacturer and let them deal with it, but... It's always, you know, when you're building a car, it's always nice to the day where you fire up the car and it's like, yeah, it runs. And you're like, you know, you get a little bit of, it builds the energy up, right? You get a little more steam going. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, we're going to finish this project. Yeah, yeah, you know, you're excited. Last little bit, That's, man. You know, and it gets you, pushes you to the end. And when yeah. it doesn't start and it's like, wah, wah, wah. Mm. So you're saying that we were pretty much on the cusp right now. We were cusping for sure. Yeah. But we yeah. Just, yeah. Right on the edge, you might say. That's probably like. I would say the greatest moment of it, you know, like that's pretty much why you do whatever you are doing. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're going to start whether, it and drive around the parking lot, you know, swap or, uh, you know, whatever it may be. I, it, it, me personally, I love working on badass cars that I'll never get to drive. Like it's literally when it gets to start up and go to a new home and I'll never get to sit in it and drive it. Like that's my favorite. Yeah. Go on though. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I love my 1997 Explorer, you know. <laughs> Loving it. Sick. Dave Dave was there the last day, the final day that I got my car on the road, and it was one of those things like car show was the next day, 
time to get this thing done. Like that is the deadline. And we had the transmission out of the thing. We were figuring out like why the clutch wouldn't pump, you know, I mean, without a, without a clutch system, you're just not going anywhere. It could start all at once. We had a, a electrical issue. We had to wire fans. We had the transmission out of it, like trying to the, the slave cylinder we thought was bad. Cause it was just a used slave cylinder. Finally, like put it all back together and, I already had the exhaust built, like had everything ready to go. It was just finishing up like a couple little things. And I think that was what, like a 14 hour day that like nonstop. Yeah, and, then, and then out front, like it was dark. We're out front. Yeah. And what happened? It was overheated. It overheated like, like right off fuck. the bat because the, uh, what was it? The fan relay yeah. was, wasn't plugged in all the way or yep. something. And the thing got up to like 240, and we were like manually clicking the fans on with the motor off, getting it to like just pump whatever was in the radiator get that to like cool down and then we crank the engine a little bit to get the water pump to cycle some new uh yep. coolant into the radiator do it again like cycled that like five or six times finally got the temp down to like 220 maybe <laughs> yeah, and then remember you asked me you're like so i don't know what it was like nine o'clock at night or something you're like yeah so do i drive this home right now yeah I'm like, it was, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah like, dude, drive i drive it home and I remember yeah. we, we finally like pulled it out of the shop and I, what was, like the belt was squeaking and just, it was like obnoxious squeak and pulling out of the shop and Dave's just sitting there like all fucking smiles, taking a video of it. And then I, I went around the, I went around the building to go like, take it around the block. And I was like, wait, David just busted his ass with me. Like, I got to go pick him up, you know, like <laughs> pulled right around back, David, get in, you know, left all the shop open. Like who even cares? And we both get in and just started driving down the street. And it was just the most bizarre feeling. You're sitting in this car that you've daily driven for the last, like, two years, you know? And all of a sudden, it's got this whole new sound to it. You hit the gas pedal a little bit. It goes that little bit more. And I never even got on it fully. It was like, of course, you still like haven't walking, got on yeah, You still don't get on it. But I was, like, walking on eggshells, You're egg literally shells, the dude. worst. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I just started walking on eggshells, and we're just doing, like, laps around the street. And it was just the most bizarre feeling, though. You know? And, like, that after everything all the heartache almost cutting body parts off with a freaking angle grinder like all the stuff that goes into it that one time is like that's all that matters you know drove to the car show the next day had pretty much no issues i think i put like 200 miles on it the first weekend like the next day after that you know yeah that's a good feeling so yeah it was disappointing that we're not i think the problem is just the ecu's got their about uh the wrong flash in it so yeah they're just gonna have to reflash ecu whatever We'll get to hear it run eventually, but uh, I just want to let you guys know that the day that one UZ starts up in the MR2, that's going to be glorious. When you put, when I drive it, I the first thing I'm going to do is attempt to break it. Okay, I'm okay with that. That's it. All right. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not playing this whole. Drive <laughs> so I'm gonna drive the piss out of it. But see, that's not your only car. You're, you know, like that. All <laughs> that your excuses are <laughs> dumb, and you're dumb. This is why uh, I have yeah. multiple cars. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Because what if you break one? I did buy a truck. You have one pair of shoes. <laughs> no. What if no. you know? I have two more than one shirt. What if one gets a hole in it? No. Exactly. You have another shirt just in case. If I'm. Yeah. We moved the shop around a little bit. I know it's not uh, something that you can see out there, but. Oh my gosh! And I oh, spent it looks like, so good. We spent like three days rearranging the shop for a little better workflow. And it's hard to take. Well, let's see. We've got what twelve hundred square feet out here because the rest of it's office and bathrooms. Mm-hmm. So, like twelve hundred square feet—that's nothing, you guys, right? And we're trying to sque- get five to six cars in here at a and time. Still be able to work and on still them. Still be able to work on them. 
So 1,200 square feet, six cars. I think we can do it at this point. I think we could actually fit six cars in here now, and then if we cleared out underneath the other rack, we could probably fit seven if it was a Spitfire or something small. Right, if it was a small car, yeah. Yeah, so hopefully we get a little better workflow, get more cars through here, be able to talk about more things, maybe get the MR2 in here so that can be being worked on. That'd be mm. cool. You know, Sweet. like yeah, you said Spitfire to that rack, but an MR2 would fit into there real nice. No, absolutely. Really I just meant size-wise. I mean, Real nice. Yeah. Because <clears throat> that so. thing needs to be worked on. I mean, if it's just a little Once bit. Once this truck sells, we're going to – I've got a line mm. on a transmission right now, a real one of the good ones. Yeah. JDM, LSD, BP Synchros, all the good stuff. So – yeah, and if you guys, I know we've talked about this a lot, but you should definitely go to our YouTube page and watch the projects uh, uh, side. There's an MR2 project video up there, and it'll give you an idea of what we're after um, and see what we're going to do next. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe we should do, like, an actual, like, because obviously that video was kind of dark because we picked that thing up at night, but maybe we should do, yeah. like, a little walk-around video. I mean, I think when we get the tranny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get, yeah get the transmission. Good, yeah. We got the engine set out. We can do, we can do a video of all of the stuff. Because uh, we were gonna, gonna go. we were gonna pull a junkyard tranny, and then I, like once you look at it, you're like, ugh. If we just drop the extra three hundred dollars, we can go get the really nice one if you find one for a deal. And I did, so we're doing that because we build things once in the right way. That's right. That's because right. building things twice in the wrong way means you have to build them three more times. So that means that you've built it five times. Math. 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 Yeah. Uh, math's hard. Yeah, math. Just so you know. Oh God. Speaking of uh, math, you still doing school and such? What do you? I am. So proctology right now, still? Or? Yeah, it's still proctology. Um, we're to the glove part, the glove snap. I guess that's a really important part of proctology <laughs> is just snapping the glove, ensuring that people know what's going to happen next. Right. Um, but we'll see how this next week goes. Now, I'm just curious. In class, do you have to find your own prostate or somebody else's? Oh, no. it's uh, The teacher uses each one of the students. Like, it's all it's, Got it. it's legit. Got it. Cool, cool, cool. All right. As a, Jake's going to school, and I just want to make sure everybody knows he's, you know, he's trying to get educated, and that's no, good. You I'm know, learning, stay in and, and, and there's nothing like learning, so. Don't be a fool. Stay in school. Stay it's, in school. It's good. It's, like, reassuring for the people that want to do business with us and have their cars built. Like, they need to see that the guy in here can snap can a Can stick his hand and, in an ass. Yeah, and do all the good things. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. So, it, it's business. I'm going to school for business, you know, just like every other asshole who doesn't want to actually dedicate their life to school. You know, because that just takes away. I don't know what I want to do. I'll get a degree in business. Yeah, because you know, if I'm gonna be alive, I'm gonna be involved in a business. So. You could just get like a liberal arts degree. Or uh, I was thinking more like uh, like psychology or sociology or. My wife has a degree in psychology. Oh, Weird. That's a nice wow. Yeah. Communications. That's oh, how yeah. she gets me to do things I don't want to do. <laughs> Every NFL Wait. player out there. I thought that was because she was your wife. Well, yeah, that is because she's the boss. She knows. She knows what you're doing. She knows what you're thinking. She's a psychologist. She's. Th he's. Th he's thinking David thoughts. Shelly yes. is one with David. <laughs> David. If you were to hang out in David's brain all day, do you, it would. It would sound. It would go. David. 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 I am David. David. <laughs> there was a. There was an episode of <laughs> For Malcolm hours in the middle. Hours and hours and hours. <laughs> Episode of Malcolm in the Middle where Dewey's sitting there and the mom's yelling at him and he's just sitting there going, Dewey, 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 Dewey. <laughs> it would go David, David, and somebody asked him a question and he goes, you don't know. You're not David. <laughs> David, we ask, we talk a lot about our own projects, you know. Well, kind of. What about you? 
what is your next project? What do you want to do? What is your next thing God, that you're going to yeah, waste David. time on? Are you just so vicariously living through us? No, he's that. actually just so... No, he's I'm, to the, he's you say vicariously enough. living through you guys? I'm, yeah. I think of it more vicariously dying through you guys. <laughs> one oh, one day closer. It. Every day you guys get me one day closer. You're yep. welcome. Thank you for that. You're, yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> Nothing like being the old guy. Yeah. You know, just hanging out. Yeah, I haven't seen David spend money on something stupid in a while. Yeah, well, he just, bought a, while. He just bought a bunch of shit bags, so, you know. It's true, I did. You bought shit bags? Yeah, yeah, we were going on the Rubicon Trail in July, and I had to buy a little portable toilet, and it come, and you have to buy the shit bags that go with it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the Groover. This dude has to drive around with bags of my shit in his car. David? Yeah. And we can't leave him on the trail. Mm-hmm. Well, you're supposed to make the green thumb take him. We're going to zip tie him to the frame and hang him underneath the Jeep like little trophies. <laughs> nice. We're just trying to hit smack. Oh, points. no, it <laughs> smells. Wait, who's the, who's the greenest uh, trailsman? I don't know who. Brian, probably. Probably. You think so? Oh, absolutely. I think then it's 100. I mean, this is an old raft guide tradition. Like, yeah. Green Thumb takes the Groover. So. Really? Oh, 100 Well, they already voted that I have to carry it because I was late to the last meeting. Oh, that's not well, how. No, I don't have to carry the poop. I have to carry the shitter. It's interesting how the guy who carries all the tools and does all the work is the one who gets voted into doing things. Well, I was late to the meeting. I'll give him that. Okay, oh. well, here's the thing. Oh. If I was they late. said you, you have to carry the toilet. I'm just gotta carry the toilet. Okay, well then that's hilarious because you can carry the toilet, but somebody else has to carry the Groover. Isn't necessarily the toilet. No, it's the guy carrying the bags, right? The Groover is actually a Groover on an old raft or on any raft is, um, well, a real one is basically this. It's about like I don't know three by by five, three by four. It's a rectangle on the back of a raft. You sit on top of it. You have oars on each side. It kind of looks like a normal oarsman's platform. But there's a little hole in it, huh? But the secret is, it's full of poop. <laughs> and guess what? It's your job to row all that poop down the river. And so you're saying green, like you're talking about the newest guy. The newest guy usually gets the, I mean. Marty. Oh. oh yeah. Marty, so, I know you listen to the podcast too, brother. I'm sorry, but this is old tradition. We can't break it. Yeah, that's rough. You're, you got your Jeep last. You're the newest guy. Yeah, that's the thing, because you can't go off of, like, the passenger that is the newest at, you know, like, going on the trails. It's got to be the dude that got in. What's the heart of a vehicle? The heart? Yeah. The engine, right? The engine. So who has the newest engine? The newest engine. Yeah. Ken. Ken has the newest engine. It's the oldest, but it's freshly rebuilt. Ken's got to carry the poop. It's the greenest engine. That's funny. (laughs) No, I would say whoever whoever hasn't been on trails, whoever has done the most trails is the vet who's ever done the least trails. So Marty might not be if Marty has done more trails than Brian. No, he hasn't. Okay, well, then. What about this guy? I feel really bad about this right now. Does he get to carry our poop? Keith? Yeah. I don't know. Do we want the guy who's cooking our food carrying our poop? No. no, 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 that's definitely I not. How do we dig, digress here? What was I talking about? I don't know. Well, we're, talking about we're talking about We're talking about shit now. You were talking about next projects. Your then, next project. What are the next yeah. things that you want to spend money on? What do you want to do? You know? Oh, spending money. That's what that happened. I spiraled spent, so quick. You said I spent money on a shitter. That's <laughs> nice. why we went down this road. No, I mean, literally the next project, my own personal project that I want to get done is that Willie's. 
Well, it's because I'm so busy working on all these projects. The shop is slammed. We got so many projects going on. I don't want my customers to suffer, so I don't work on my own project. That is true. We had to. That's cut. also a father-son project too. Yeah, and, and Cole needs to get more motivated and be in here. And he said he would this summer. So this summer we're going to try to block out one or two days a week where he comes with me to the shop. And one or two. Yeah, dude, he's thirteen, three. man. Well, three. <laughs> Dude, I didn't do anything like, when I was 13. Let's be honest. <laughs> if he doesn't, if he doesn't follow through, then I'll work with you, Dad. Okay. Well, I did tell him that if he doesn't help me finish it, and I just go ahead and do it myself, then uh, it's he, gonna be mine. So. And he'll have to buy it from you if he wants it. Right. Or if Micah wants to help me with it, then it's Ooh. Micah's. I think I've seen Micah work on it more than Cole has. Yeah. Nobody wants their younger brother to get, snatch a vehicle out from under him. I think that'd That's, be rad. I could definitely see that happening too. I could too. Just to spite him, not even because he wants it, just to spite him. Yeah, yeah, it's totally it's very cool. Cutthroat. It's super cool. Yeah, and I'm glad we can see the back of it now. We moved the shop around. Now we can see it from the back. That's oh, gonna be rad. Yeah, it's gonna be amazing. Maybe we should fix that back window. Bigger tires. Nah. 30, Do you think? Thirty sevens. I don't know, man. I like the what tires. Are those? Those are There's a set of projects for sale, which is right now: six rims, six tires. 37s for sale really? yeah with that bolt pattern 85 percent tread projects baja tas who what size 37s no what's the other sizes rims uh 1250 17 mm, i need 16s yeah me too i do too mm. Mm -hmm. Mm. Mm. also i need to find a way to fit 35s under a Chevy with no lift. I want stuff. There's a Sawzall. <laughs> I want stuffed 35s that don't rub. Dude, you have a GM. You have a 14 bolt. I know. It's cool. So do you know why the 14 bolt's so badass? Because there's two extra bolts in it. Done, son. Whoa. David's. David. Duh. Gotcha. <laughs> tell me why. <clears throat> and I'll a, tell you if you're right. Because it's fucking huge. That's what so she big said. that unless you run 37s, you're pretty much guaranteed to hang it up on everything. And B, because I guess it has like another support. So the pinion, you know, usually it's only supported by the bearing that's uh, like coming towards where the uh, drive shaft input is. Aft. Right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so there's actually another bearing. There's a support that goes on the end of the pinion. So it's supported on two sides. Dude, so that's pretty neat. There you go. That's which dropping some knowledge. It which prevents any sort of deflection. So if you're high torque, you know, you got thirty sevens, thirty fives, you're jammed up on some rocks, right? And you start to put the pedal to the metal with you know, you have an atlas four to one or whatever it is that you have. The pinion technically, depending on how strong everything is, and if you really piss it off, can start to actually force itself away from the ring gear and then it that's just a recipe for disaster. So the second support that's on the end of the pinion that actually keeps it from deflecting and then keeps all your torque going into the ring gear, spinning your wheels. So in the real world, we call that, what's the next weakest link? You join drive shafts. That's mm -hmm. what you're going to break instead, yeah. which is a much better thing because you can have a spare drive shaft with you and throw it in there. Bird members are really difficult to fuck with on the trail. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unless uh, you're in a Toyota. Dropout. Or a Ford dropouts. 9 yeah. 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 Dropouts are cool. Yeah, the Willys has dropouts because it's, it's got the Toyota chassis on Burfield. Oh, and Burfield joints. Yeah. Burfields are great. Yeah, that, really, that thing's going to be rad when that it's done, awesome. man. 
I just hope people see it and go, wait, hold on. This isn't what it actually is. Like, there's something else going on here. Well, what I like about it is that you can go see a lot of the people do the Willie's Wagons. A lot of, I've seen them all over the place. You guys will use S10 uh, chassis or S10 Blazer chassis. Mm-hmm. Or um, I've seen uh, what one had a Jeep, uh, but not, not a, uh, like a newer Jeep, right? Like mine, like an LJ, which is pretty rad. You know, that then you get all the modern suspensions. That's originally what we wanted to do with that one. But I do like that we chose to put the FJ5500 because it's going to give it that, that feel, right? Almost like that tractor feel. And yeah. it's got the inline six. <laughs> if it drives like shit, you might as well want it to feel like shit. Too. Right? I mean, horrible <laughs> gas mileage, yeah, all that. It's everything just loaded up. Dude, Woo-hoo. I'm a big proponent of driving as an experience, right? And I want you don't want it to my be kids good. to drive things and experience things, right? I mean, when I started driving cars, it was, I mean. <laughs> oh, he's going to experience fouled plugs. Yes. He's going to experience never being able to go to Big Bear. He's going to experience gonna vapor lock. Yeah. He's going to experience all these rad things. But honestly, it is the, one of the best teaching moments that you can have is, Dad, I'm stuck here at school. My car won't start. Well, fix well, it. What You got fuel air spark, man. Like, what else? Yep. what else is there? I felt so dejected the other day when I had to get my truck towed home from That's Vista. Big word. It's all right. It happens to the best of us. I was like, I really wanted to fix it and figure out a way to get it back of its own, under were its you, own power. Were you off of Foothill and like uh, yeah. Wayne Creek? Yeah. Right? I knew it. I knew it just by the way the like at Mrs. Taco area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Wow. I was. I you saw him there, and you just decided to drive on by, didn't you? <laughs> you just drove by me. No, I went there like a couple days later, and I was like, wow, this. Brick looks oddly familiar. Mm. Looks like a picture somebody showed me. Yeah. Jake just saw him. That's James. I hope he doesn't see me. I'm going to keep driving. <laughs> what an asshole. Turning out, find my friends right now. Shut the fuck up. He doesn't know I have so. yeah, it's a good feeling when you can fix whatever's wrong and you don't have to get your card towed home. Dude, but it I- really just makes you feel better than everyone else. Right? <laughs> I, I agree. Mean, yeah. At the same time, though, there's a point where it's like, this is stupid. Why am I fixing this on the side of the road it's instead pure of having pride. It? It's pure yeah. pride. It's pure ego. pride. And you're just pure like, wow, pride. I'm an idiot. Yeah. Man, I'm you guys, idiot. I don't know, man. I, I had those days. Uh, but now, like today, if I break down, I'm not even going to get it out of my Jeep. I just hit the little AAA app button. Bloop. And then it brings up, what do you need? I hit send a truck. Bloop. Flatbed, A few minutes please. later, guy rolls up, puts it on. We ride in his air-conditioned cab back to the shop. And then I'm you still it, have to work on it. I still got to work on it, but I don't got to work on it on the side of the damn road. And that's true. Yeah. Dude, we had my mom's truck break down, and that could have definitely I, – I was literally a, an hour away from here. Could have easily had it towed back. No big deal. But, no, what did we decide to do? We decided to change every single power st- or trans cooler line on the whole truck because it was just oozing transmission fluid everywhere. And oh, it was the pan, was wasn't it? Bring that, I forgot to bring that up to you. It, no, it was the actual lines. Like the oh, one wow. of the lines had a cut in it. Wow! And it all of a sudden ruptured. I was towing a boat, and and you know if you've been driving towing a vehicle on a freeway for a, an hour before you break down, the transmission fluid gets real cool real fast. It doesn't stay like <laughs> blistering hot for hours. Yeah, or anything. no, no. Yeah, I luckily it was we like a twenty five hundred and <laughs> barely even working to tow that thing. But <laughs> I think David's being facetious. I literally took. Like probably three showers, nice. And you were still just dirty. trying to get the translute out of my hair, Heck out of yeah. my skin, dude. Like you just feel so oily. And I just remember driving out to the lake, just mm. like, why did we do that? Like why, you know? But it was rewarding, dude. We literally drove all the way out 
from uh we're in where were we like lake paris broke down lake paris which is about an hour out of here maybe a little bit less and drove all the way from there to havasu like non-stop that thing just kept chugging and we just kept looking at the trans the trans temp gauge and that was it was good to go perfect perfect so on conquered that one anything else any other notes guys Uh, i got nothing man i got nothing i'm tired life's hard yeah yeah one of our defenders is uh we're on the we're on the cusp and i mean that literally like we have an interior to put together there's like probably three full days worth of work left you know we've been working on this thing david's been working on this thing for three fucking years it's been in and out of here for two. I was I've young seen when it. I started. <laughs> okay, it hasn't been three I years had either. Hair. It's been like what? No, it's absolutely a- been three years. So since this came oh, in, oh, since time, the first time it yeah, came in, when he yeah. did the initial wiring, and it's crazy where I've actually destroyed all the initial wiring. So yeah, this is an evolution it's, project. It's been three years, and you guys have only gotten it in the last what eight months, six months? No, no. So we. How long have you guys yeah, had it here? Yeah, maybe it's how long? It's only been like four, well, four or five months. Well, I came back in December, and you had just gotten it. Right. So I had it a month before you got so back. So that's four. That's six months. So we're six months. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so six months to have completely. It's been worked on for six years, and no, in six months. Sorry, it's been worked on for three years, and in six months, you guys have taken it from wherever it was to finished. Frame Correct. off to powder coat, everything else to powder coat. Yeah, not, Crazy. Not, yeah. I've never completely disassembled a car like this, like as in like taking the third members out, the axles out, taking every fucking bolt. Other than separating the transfer case, trans, and engine, I've never done that personally. But We did it on this one for you. We fucking did it on this one. <laughs> and, man, that's a lot of pieces and parts. And it, you just don't understand because when you start to put a vehicle back together, you realize, like, man, do I really want to use this shitty, like, rusty old bolt, or do I want to make it new again? Like, when you look at it from a small perspective, you're like, ah, it's just one bolt. I'll do that, you know? I'll sw- oh, it's just one bolt. But then, you know, how many bolts have we touched on this thing? You know? Everyone. 5,000 that so, we just put in? Well, and some yeah, of these are F911 you, that are 10 bucks a pop, so. Well, then you walk over to the bolt bin because you say, oh, I'm, you know what? I'm gonna, we're going to put a fresh bolt in here because this mm-hmm. is a brand, pro- brand new. Pro- well, you don't have that bolt. No. Right, so you gotta go buy that bolt. So then you get a box of ten or whatever, right? And then you go onto the next bolt. Oh, we don't have that bolt either. Mm-hmm. So you either spend two dollars or ten dollars. So just, one bolt, yeah. or you or you buy fifty bolts. So you're like, well, I should. I might never, as well buy you know, fifty. No bolt bin ever has every single piece of hardware no. you need. So it's hardware is an interesting thing when you're restoring a car. People uh, tell people all the time when they want to restore a car, it's a thousand hours a thousand for me to restore hours, your man. car correctly, and that's ev- me touching. And either replacing or restoring every and single piece of your car. Everything else is a anything less than a thousand hours. It's a compromise. It's a compromise, man. So you have like, to realize that. And you, some people will say, "No, it's not a thousand hours." You know, it's 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 only this much. It's only that much. But in reality, it's like if you want to break down every single thing, because a restoration is exactly that. You know, everything has to be. Touched. Everything is done. This isn't like a, a little soup up. This isn't a little cleanup. You know, we're we're trying to do the entire thing here. So. It's ex- it takes time it's and expensive. money. <laughs> it's expensive, but you know what? If you do it right and you can actually look in there. Like, I look at my car that's, you know, 19, 22 years old, and I'm like, oh, man, the frame's kind of rusty right there. Actually, I looked at that Explorer that we, talk- that we talked about in the King of the Hammers video, and I'm like, even his frame was repainted. I'm like, that's cool. I mean, it might be rattle can. It might be whatever, but I'm like, this guy, I, did they, because it, it, it's not like there's spray marks all over the place, so did they pull it apart and paint the frame? Like, that's. Yeah. 
That's badass. Like, just the little details really make a build come together, though. Yeah. Yeah, if one day those guys decided, hey, you know what? We're going to take this frame off. We're going to finish welding this. Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to add this to it. And they went out of that aspect and said, yeah, no, one day we're just going to decide to take on the, you know, whatever it is, a hundred hour process to Mm -hmm. unbolt this body from the frame and do that. It's like, dude, that takes so much work. I was thinking about doing a roll cage in the Explorer and I'm just like, wow. (laughs) Well, because I want, it'd be nice for. It's still a C. It's a C channel frame, yeah. so I don't want the frame flexing all over the place, and um, it doesn't really have that many cross members. And I'm gonna cut two of them out of it in the front when I do the whole solid axle swap. So I'm like, you know, if it's the the stiffer I can get it, the better. Yeah. But then I'm like, man, you gotta pull every interior panel out of that thing so you don't burn them a while you're welding and then you got to paint it somehow and then you got to mount it somehow and then you got to get all that shit back in there somehow and yeah. it's it's just like ah that's really cool but that sounds like a pain in the ass <laughs> yeah especially to make a functional cage in a vehicle that's a daily driver where you can still put your seat back or do whatever and still have it be a safe like well-built cage it's it, a lot of that shit just doesn't mix well and that's uh, i mean we were talking about this the other day where it's like to to follow through with the project and put a hundred percent effort in, into it like the whole time, you know what I mean? Because oh, there's because there's there's areas where you go, dude, nobody's ever gonna see this. Like, why mm-hmm. am I? You know, but at You're the end of the know. day, but at the end of the day, you know that you didn't do that that way. Mm-hmm. And even you though you little alligator yeah, clip, you were a little somewhere. you were a little bit bummed out that day, or you were a little bit tired because you did this, or you know mm-hmm. whatever it is. It's like you know what. Put in the extra 10 minutes. Put in the extra 20 minutes. Whatever it it's is. It's better like, than doing it twice. And if you yeah. actually are as anal about how like cool your project is, yeah. you're going to redo it later. Like, I, There's a thousand yeah. things that I look at now that I'm like, I'll just add that to my list because I, I only did this much last time. So, you know. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. it, makes, it makes a difference. And, and that's one of the things that I've been trying to do lately is like, you know what? No. This is a car I'm going to have for a long ass time. Do the extra bit. You know, like make that part that much better, mm-hmm. you know, and like take your time on it. Why not? You know, replace this hardware if you want to go, go spend the extra time to go, you know, get this to be powder coated or get this refinished in this way. You know, I mean, remember when I was prepping for TDS, you know, and I have a list of 57,000 <laughs> yeah. things like I got to do this. I got to do this. Yeah. But then I'm like, I didn't get to any of those. I got yeah. to like, you know, a fourth of them. But that was because I really wanted to do the diff right. I really wanted to do this right. Yeah. And at the end of it, I was like, you know what? Even if I go out there with, without the electric fans or the lights or any of that shit, you know, at least the shit that I did do, I know I can count on it, you know. So. Yeah. Well, and there's, I mean, there is a priority list, you know. You Absolutely. Have, you have things that you go, you know what? I can, I could definitely do this, but is it necessary? Mm-hmm. You know, or I could definitely do this, but I don't really need it, you know. But it would be nice to have, so we'll put that on like the moderate scale. Uh, yeah. Know? Yeah. And I think that's what you got to do. You all just got to yeah. kind of, you know, organize things in a list of what you need to get done and a list of what you want to get done and just make sure that they somehow are, get done at the same <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that, but just don't be a dick. Oh, perfect. All that for don't be an idiot. Of James was don't be a dick. Oh, don't be a dick. If you're going to restore your car, don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Wonderful. I feel like that pretty much sums it up. Wonderful. All right, guys. Well, Thanks again for tuning in and wasting maybe an hour this time of your life. I think we, we appreciate did. it. Yeah. I think we did. I think we Every did. listen counts, guys. Every listen counts. Every man. listen counts. Tell a friend. 
This has been the Bent Motorsports Podcast. Thanks for listening in. Be sure to give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Bent Motorsports. Stay updated on the latest happenings, future projects, videos, and events here at the shop. Remember, guys, at Bent Motorsports, bits in stock, we've got it.